and welcome to another episode of Collective Crew. I'm Kyla. And I'm Heidi. And today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about our entrepreneurship and our backstories on that. Yes. Kyla, you have so much experience in this and I'm excited to dive into your story. Yeah. So um, let me just dive right in. I will give a little um, timestamp of things and how they came about for me. Um, I'll start it out in 2009, actually. I decided to enroll in cosmetology school, and it was not something that was well thought out, and I hadn't grown up thinking that that's what I wanted to do. Uh, I just really wanted to put myself through college and I thought that doing cosmetology school would make me more money than maybe, you know, serving or something like that. And so I took the plunge and I enrolled and at the time it required 2000 hours. And so it took me about just shy of, of two years to complete my cosmetology licensing And uh, right after I had finished that, um, I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter. And so I stayed home with her for about a year. And then I had gotten into, um, I wanted to get back into school. So I enrolled in college and I was doing that thing. And my husband got this wild hair that he wanted to buy a convenience store in Arizona And we actually were currently living in Utah. And although I really didn't want to move back to my hometown, I did think that it was going to free up more time for him and I, because that was the plan was for me to to move down there and then him to eventually come. And so I kind of leaped in and um, we bought this convenience store. And boy, was it a journey. I have never been an entrepreneur. I didn't grow up wanting, you know, to pursue my own thing. Never that. I always just imagined myself working for somebody else because that's what all my family had always done. And so it was a huge scare for me. And my husband is the exact opposite. He has always been an entrepreneur, always, you know, known how to make money no matter what it was you know he always tells the story of when he was like eight years old that was his first job selling donuts you know (laughs) right he he has blood yeah he has that deep and so we kind of butted heads early on because I I was always just so nervous I liked that security I liked working where I knew my paycheck was coming you know steadily every two weeks but anyways we took this leap of faith and we bought this convenience store and I moved down there with my daughter and we had it for about two years. And long story short, I mean, it we we brought it out of a very bla- bad place that it was in, but it had just taken so much financially for us to do that, that it was a very, very tough situation. And so we ended up thankfully selling it and getting out of that. And it just left a really bitter taste in my mouth because it had caused so many hardships for us, you know, and, yeah. um, sounds like so much work, gosh, so much work. It was at the time. I mean, I was only like 20, 
five years old and running this full business all on my own, it, it was a lot. And so I just, I was like, this is why I don't like, you know, doing my own thing. I just want to go work for somebody. But I did get into hair at that point And I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And again, that's a little bit, obviously, entrepreneurship, depending on where you're working. And at the time, sure. I was I was booth renting. And so I was self-employed and I didn't mind then building my own clientele, my own business, just because I did have faith in my ability to, you know, perform the work and do a good job, but still, um, kind of in a sense working for someone else just because I didn't have the overhead. Obviously I was booth renting. So the salon owner had all of those concerns and worries. So it was kind of like a happy medium, you know, to that. Um, and I did that for a couple of years and then I decided to get into eyelash extensions and I really didn't know too much about them other than a course that I had taken in cosmetology school, which was very brief and very poor because it was right when extensions were coming out. And so we didn't know a lot about them. Um, but when I was doing hair, I was working with a girl who was doing lashes and they had just started to kind of gain steam. And she was like, man, I wish, you know, somebody else knew how to do these because I have too many people wanting them and I don't want to just do this. And I was like, you know, if you give me a refresher, I can kind of help you out. And so that was my first dabble in it. And so when I left Arizona and I moved back to Utah to be with my husband after we sold that store. I decided that it was a good idea to go work at a lash-only salon. And the reason why I chose that was because I didn't really know anybody in Utah still. And then, too, I thought, okay, people have to get their eyelashes filled every two to three weeks where people can go months and months without getting their hair done, you know? Right. And yeah. so I went to work and my husband kept telling me like, go, go booth rent somewhere, do that. You know? And I was like, I can't do that on my own. I don't know enough. Like I don't, I just didn't feel comfortable from the store. Like I said, it had just, I didn't, I wanted to go to work, be paid by somebody and leave. And yeah. so I went and worked for a lash only studio and I worked there for about mm, two years and I really fell in love with lashes. I had no desire to even do hair anymore. And um, at that time, the the person that owned that lash studio, I was trying to get things going with her as far as like maybe franchising another location. Um, you know, I had been managing that for her for quite some time. And I liked that, you know, it gave me that hunger again. And I can see where people who do you know, love entrepreneurship, like my husband get hung up in it, you know, because yeah, it's addicting. It is like when you start to reap the benefits where you see more than an actual just steady paycheck, it you you do see that potential. And so working for her, I kind of wanted to do that. And I had intended to franchise with her, but it just didn't work out like the studio wasn't in a good place for that. And so unfortunately, like we had to cut ways. And um, my husband at that point was trying to encourage me to open up my own salon. And I said, heck no, I Look don't. Look at him pushing you. <laughs> I know. He, he's, I the, he's the one who was like, Kyla, you got this. Like, let's do this. 
I know. If it were for him, I wouldn't be like anywhere near where I'm at right now or the person that I am because he has definitely like when people say like their partner has brought out the best in them, that's truly what he has done for me because I wouldn't be the person who I am like without him. I would have never trusted myself to do any of the things that I've done if it weren't for him encouraging me. So I have to, you know, give that gratitude and credit where it's due because he definitely did that for me. And that's a big message that I wanted to share today too, was to push yourself to do things, even when you're not ready. I know a lot of people out there, especially dealing with so many clients myself that have great ideas or they want to accomplish so many things in life, but they held themselves back. You know, the only limitations that you're putting on yourself are your own. It's, it's, there's no limiting out there. The world's not putting that on you. You're doing it to yourself. And I'm living proof of that because as much as I wanted to fight opening up my own salon, I knew deep down that was the best thing for me. And, and to my husband was so sweet. He was like, you know what, babe? He's like, if you put the money into it and it doesn't work out, what's the worst that's going to happen? You lose some money. Oh, well, like you can make more again, you know? And yeah. I had never been around somebody with that kind of attitude towards like finances, you know, and at the end of the day, like when you do sit down and think about it, that's all it is, is money, you know, and obviously I'm not going to downplay like money is important, but at the same token, if you're not happy, what does that matter? Yeah, I think, I mean, money is a renewable resource. Time is not. And a lot of times people want to work for themselves to create more time. Yes. And that for me took me a lot of years to realize that like what I was fighting for in being an entrepreneur was the freedom. And of course, you're not going to have that at first because you have to hustle so hard and you do have to put so much time and effort and energy. When I started that salon, it was just me and one other employee and I was working six days a week and I was working from nine to six every day. And I mean, it was a lot like I was taking clients when I didn't really have the time to take them, but I was wanting to build it up so badly. You know, right? I remember that I missed you. I was like, dang, Kyla is working all the time. I never I see her. <laughs> I know. And that's the thing, too, is I think that a lot of people that scares them off, you know, from that is that dedication. Yeah. They want that freedom, but they don't want to put what comes before that freedom. You know, I just remember thinking, wow, she is going for it. Look at her. Like every step that you took, I was so excited and just in awe, like you, you're just doing it. Like every, every time something would happen and you got the store ready. And I remember walking in and thinking, whoa, I remember I painted a picture painting for me. I was so excited and I was like, oh my gosh, she's putting it in her store. I thought this is so cool like look at look at her go I was so proud of you yeah I thank you for saying that I appreciate that and that's the thing too is like I mean I'd be lying if I didn't say I had some help like my husband definitely did but like that's another thing that people have to understand when you're starting out a business you're not gonna have everything dead set the way it should be I took so long to build that build the business up as far as like decor I mean I had the necessities of obviously like 
the recliner chairs that people needed to sit in and the tools that we needed to work with. But like, it was a really big storefront and it was really empty for a long time because financially I just wasn't there, you know, and I built that over time and that's okay. There's no need to overextend yourself to try to look a certain way when that's not the reality. I could go home and sleep at night because I knew my bills were paid, you know, for the salon and everything. Yeah. And I feel like people try to get it right the first time and get it so perfect. Like when you remodel a house or you redecorate or whatever it is, it's like, oh, I want it all right the first time. And it's always changing. It's it's never going to be perfect the first time. No, and it doesn't really matter what somebody else thinks of your situation. You know the reality of the situation. And that is a big thing I owe my success to as well is because I didn't live in the business outside of the means of the business. You know, Um, I, I never borrowed. I never did credit. You know, I wanted to make sure that I built from the ground up. And I mean, I'm not saying that there's not times when that's not necessary for certain things, but I'm just saying as far as like people thinking they aren't ready like oh I'm not you know financially this I'm not financially that like when I started that studio I had less than a thousand dollars in my business account you know to run off of and it it, you're never going to be ready you're never going to be 100% ready so just follow that dream chase it and pursue it every day and if you make the right moves you're going to succeed and the biggest thing is is just having that passion for it you know And, um, I think that's why it's been so successful. I mean, it ran for five years. I just, I think I've spoken a little bit prior to that, but I just recently sold, uh, to one of my employees before I made the move to Las Vegas here. And let me tell you, I am definitely being reminded right now of my struggles in the beginning, because you definitely get to a point where you are comfortable, you know, you're living that life. Yeah, you're like settled in, I'm sure. And that freedom. Yeah. I mean, I had the ideal schedule. I had set hours and um, (laughs) yeah, you had a well-oiled machine. right? I sure did. And you know what? I would be lying if I didn't say I took it a little bit for granted because I'm getting slapped with reality now again (laughs) on how hard it is to build up once again a full clientele, fitting into the hours and the days that you want, that, you know, you're finding people that are going to be coming regularly. And I mean, all of that. And I'm reminded. And so I am back to that square one to talk to you guys now perfectly about how you know, it is scary and it is uncertain, but I know that if you put your heart and passion into something, you're going to succeed. That is so true. I mean, how many times do people reinvent themselves? Like you can do it your whole life. Exactly. And that's, what's so awesome. I think is being ever changing, you know, you don't, that's the great thing about being an entrepreneur is you can do anything you want to do at any time. And you don't have to be stuck in the same thing if you don't want to be. If you do, great. Pursue it your whole life, you know. But... Yeah, and it's not it's not a negative. To me, I just see it as it's all good experience. It's it's everything is going to help you for the next step, the next move in your life. And it's not a failure. It's not a negative. No, because it's teaching you to grow. And like I just said, like, I had forgotten all about those things. You know, that hard moment that you're experiencing right now, trying to get something off the ground, you're going to forget all about it. Yeah. Yeah, you really do. You forget Mm -hmm. all about it. You do. Like you said. Yep. (laughs) 
which which I want to know I want well I do know but I want our listeners to know a little bit about your story and your passion and how you fit it into your day-to-day yeah so I remember after having kids feeling that itch that entrepreneurial itch and as like a teenager I actually had thought about going to cosmetology school I wanted to have my own salon and I had all these plans and dreams and you know as I got older I kind of fell away from that and the desire just wasn't there for that specific avenue however I still had that and so I'm thinking to myself what can I do as a creative outlet to fill my cup and to make money so I had um I had really loved art forever and I thought I I'm going to get into painting. And I I didn't really know anything about it. I mean, a couple classes in school. So I got on YouTube and I started learning as much as I could. It was all free information that was there. And I went and for my birthday, I bought a whole bunch of products and mediums and I just went for it. And I just messed up and tried again. And I thought, okay, I would love to create a picture and and have it sold as a print and just finding out all of the different ways that I could make money from doing this and that was the picture that I that was the time that you had opened your salon I was like let me paint you a big canvas for your salon yes and so I thought and then I thought like Etsy I was like people are making money out there doing things that they love whether it's like full-blown business or just something on the side and I got really into it and it was, it was good for a while. Uh, I didn't sell anything. I didn't scale it. And I kind of morphed it into fashion. I was really into that. And I thought that is what I love, kind of the cosmetology. I love, you know, helping people feel confident in the way that they look on the outside, matching the inside. I mean, I'm all about all of it. So I I dabbled in that for a while and then I was like okay I really love organizing I'm gonna see if I can do that so I started doing organizing jobs for people in my family and I was like you know I really like this this is something that I can do in you know a week's time and make some money on the side so I really started doing that and then you know I didn't I didn't have this full-scale blown business however I did keep going and do it for neighbors and friends and it's been something that I really have enjoyed and been able to do at my own pace I've I, there are so many people that I look up to that do it as a full business and they're doing amazing and I'm thinking oh I could do that and part of me wants that where I'm at in life I'm not ready or really have the desire to do that but I still have to tell myself, you can still do it. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. It's still valuable. It's still helpful. And you still enjoy doing it, Heidi. So it's okay if it's just a little job here, a little job there. And it's nice to just do it however you want, whenever you want. Yeah, so it, it's kind yeah. of like treating yourself, right? Like, having a bowl of ice cream every now and again, like you get to go and curb that, you know, your appetite for that organization bug to help somebody, you know? Yeah. And, 
And I think to myself, if I wanted to, I could really put all of my efforts and energy and make it a business because I've seen other people do it. I know it's possible and maybe someday I will. I don't know. Well, and you're so good at it. And every time anybody hires you for a job, everybody asks you why do you why you don't do it all the time. You know? Yeah, right. So why you, are you doing it more? Yeah, like you know you have that potential. But I think it's important to let the listeners know too, like you don't have to feel guilty if you don't want a full-fledged business or you're not at that point in your life where that fits in, you know, like your kids are young right now and you want to focus on spending as much time and taking them to their activities and being there for that. You know, you're going to have plenty of time to pursue that if that's what you choose to do, you know? Yeah. I have a friend who does like cooking classes for kids on the side and, you know, makes different jewelry and sells it. There's so many things that you can do and, you should never feel like it's less than like it's it's not worth it or it's not valuable or you know it's not this big thing or you know even us like with this podcast I was like this is a huge endeavor and as we started getting into it I was like holy cow this is a lot of information more than I thought but we both have a passion for it and feel like it's important and valuable so we're gonna go for it and we got to just keep trying. Yeah. And that's such a good message to share to everybody, because I think that society kind of makes people feel like if you're not doing it at the largest scale possible, you are a failure. And that's just not true, because even if you're helping one person, you're doing good, you know? Right. And and we see so many businesses and and, and entrepreneurial things that are booming you know we see all the big ones it's it's harder to see the smaller ones but a lot of times that's who people resonate with yeah but everybody starts small like you have to remember that Mm -hmm. everybody starts small and if you talk to people which we'll have people on here it was so small at one time and it was like I don't know I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna take off or if I'm gonna have the desire still or put the energy in And, you know, for me, it was like, oh, well, I don't want to, I'm worried about trying because what if it doesn't get bigger, 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 then what's the point? Oh, for sure. I mean, I can be a testament to that because even when I started the last studio, I felt so nervous about failing. And had you told me that, okay, within, you know, every year that you're in business, you're going to make more than you did the previous year. And you're going to be within three years making six figures. Like I would have never dreamed of that. I never would have dreamed of that, you know? And yeah. so you got to just start somewhere and have that faith in yourself and kind of taking it back to our previous episode about affirmations. If that's what you need to do to tell yourself every single day, you're worthy of making that money. You're worthy of this successful business. You're worthy of all of the good things for yourself. Then yeah. And that you deserve it. You deserve to succeed. You deserve to have the business that you want and to make the money that you want or to have it be as big as you want. You deserve it. Exactly. And just believing it. I think um, whoever is listening that has an idea, if you're having any negative thoughts, go ahead and stop right now and start having those positive thoughts. Make a plan and take every little step every day. Do something even 10 minutes towards your goal. 
Yes, exactly. And the thing is, is it's not realistic to think that you're not going to have negative thoughts because you are, but just don't let them overpower all those positive ones because we're all going to have self-doubt. I would be lying if I didn't tell you I didn't have self-doubt. I'm having self-doubt again. It's human nature. It's human (laughs) nature. Okay. It's like you notice it and you're like, is this going to serve me? Is this going to help me to get where I want to go? No. Okay. Let's change it to what is. Yes. Yeah. Just always keep trying. Keep yeah. keep going for it. Exactly. I love that. I you have done a lot, man. I I tell you what, and you're doing it right now. I love it. it I know. Sometimes so excited. Well, thank you. Sometimes I think like, am I crazy? Am I going to keep starting over like every five or 10 years on another endeavor? And I'm like, you know what, even if I do, so be it. You know, I think it's gone the days of let's, you know, join the union and stick with our job for 45 years. Oh, I know. know. It's so true. Well, even people moving, I mean, people used to buy a house and live in a house for 50 years and the average time now in a home is three. Yeah. Oh like, gosh, it's okay, I hope it's okay that things are are moving and it's okay. I don't want I don't I don't want to follow that trend because I hate moving. I know. <laughs> I know moving is the worst. But yeah, I completely agree. So, don't let those negative thoughts hold you back and just go out there and pursue whatever it is that you want to pursue because life is too short to live unhappy and not knowing and thinking Oh, if I only would have tried that, you know, how many people do you hear in their seventies or eighties tell you that like, Oh, if I wish I could have done this or I wish I would have done that. Do it. Don't be that person. Yeah. Instead of what do I want to do with my life? What do I want to do within my life? There are yes. plenty of opportunities, plenty of things that doesn't have to be, you know, just a few. Exactly. Well, I loved, I loved talking about this and hearing more about your journey and, I'm excited. Like when I, when I hear that you're building clientele, I'm like, oh yeah, she's got this. <laughs> like it's, it's happening. There, there is no like, what if like, oh yeah, she's in Vegas. It's happening. She's going to build up an, an amazing lash studio there and it's all good. Thank I totally you. believe in you. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. So much. But all right. Well, I guess that will wrap up today's episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or need some affirmation sent your way, please reach out and let us know. We'd be happy to help. Yes. Keep pushing. Even if you're not ready, it's all good experience and keep trying. Thanks for listening. Okay. See you next time.